Hola, soy Cristi Jalajala y tengo la alegría para decirles acerca del show de Ferran Marzo 2 al 6 en Centro de Convenciones de Long Beach. ¿Quién pensaría que cuando mi papá empezó su primer show en Los Ángeles en 1946, se convertiría en el más grande del mundo y más excitante show de pesca deportiva? Estamos orgullosos y con la seguridad de cuando venga usted al show de Fred Hall, estarán entretenidos todo el día con cerca de mil exhibidores, más de 400 seminarios, cientos de lanchas, mil de actividades familiares. Los invitamos a que vengan a disfrutar y compartir el legado de 70 años del show de Fred Hall con nosotros. Niños gratis, pesca para niños gratis, militares activos gratis. Únense a la Asociación de Conservación Costera y entre gratis. Visítenos en fredhall.com. El show de Fred Hall, marzo 2 al 6 en el Centro de Convenciones de Long Beach, presentado por Progreso. Bienvenidos a todos los pescadores que hay. Les invitamos a escuchar nuestro programa de pescar en Rod and Real Radio, en Canal 540 Radio Sion, con sus huéspedes John Hopalong Cassidy, Stan Vanderberg y Wendy Toshihara. Now it's time for Rod and Reel Radio with your hosts, Hopalong John Cassidy, fresh and saltwater expert angler Stan Vanderberg, and all-around outdoors fishing and hunting enthusiast Wendy Toshihara. If you love the outdoors, enjoy salt or freshwater fishing, this is the show for you. We'll cover most all of the fishing tournaments and events with special reports while providing you with the information you need as to how and where to experience the best fishing opportunities in Southern California. Baja, Alaska, or just about anywhere the fish are biting. Rod and Reel Radio brought to you by El Cajon Ford at Broadway and Main or online at ElCajonFord.com. Whether it's time for a new or used car or truck or you need to take advantage of San Diego's best quick lane for service with genuine Ford parts, brand name tires at competitive prices, remember nobody beats El Cajon Ford. We have some fantastic guests and reports lined up for you this evening, so sit back, relax, and get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. It's all right here, right now, on Rod and Reel Radio, the best stop on your radio. Dial for all the information you need for fishing opportunities all over the United States. Now here's your host, Hop Along, John Cassidy. Thank you, Mark Larson and Southern California. Welcome to another Sunday edition of Rod and Reel Radio. I am your host, Hop Along, John Cassidy. Can't tell you how much we appreciate you tuning in tonight. We've got a great show lined up for you tonight, so sit back and relax. Let me tell you a little bit who's going to be on with us. Besides our regular guest, Phil Friedman and Captain James Nelson, we're going to have William Johnson from Williams Bait Tackle and Boat Rental out of uh, Lake Elsinore. You know, Lake Elsinore is going through a revival, and you're going to want to know about it because... If you don't know about it, you're going to be missing on some of the potentially some of the best fishing that we've seen in a long time anywhere in Southern California. So William Johnson will be with us to tell us exactly what's happening. And then at the 6 o'clock hour, we've got with us the winner of the Costa FLW Series at Lake Shasta, Mr. Greg Gutierrez. He won that tournament last week. He's going to come on with us and tell us exactly how he did it. And just in case you've been living in a cave or under a rock for the past few weeks, at 6.40, Bart Hall's going to be with us, and he's going to update us with all the great things that are happening at the Fred Hall Ultimate and 
Ultimate Outdoor Experience Show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. You're going to want to be hearing all about that. But before we get to our first guest, let me introduce to you the co-host of Ron Real Radio. First, this gentleman is a voice of 1-800-BASS BOAT and a pretty darn good fisherman in his own right. Mr. Stan Vandenberg. Stan, how you doing tonight, sir? Pretty doggone good. Can't complain too much. Had a tournament Saturday, came home and buffed out my boat. I haven't had a chance to do that in, in I don't know how long, but it, it looks pretty good now. Got her all vacuumed and cleaned, spotless and shiny. Ready to do another one, except for I got a, a show to do. Yeah, there's a big show, and we'll probably be talking about that once or twice tonight before the show ends. Without a doubt, <laughs> a lot of work to be done. Hey, let me uh, introduce to you our other host for Rod and Real Radio. She is the national sales manager for Iserline, represents many other fine products in the fishing industry. She, too, will also be at the Fred Hall Show coming on up here in just a couple of days in Long Beach. Miss Wendy Toshihara. Wendy, how you doing? I'm doing great. Hey, Stan, how's it going? Uh, it's going well, Wen. Can't complain right. too much. Too, too much work on the on my toys, though, <laughs> although they're ready to play with now. Great. Hey, guys, let's get to our first guest. You know, you're traveling on I-15 between Temecula and Corona, and you see off to the east there's a, there's a lake there, and you're kind of wondering, hey, what's going on with that lake? You don't necessarily go there. You know it's Lake Elsinore. You don't know what fishing opportunities are over there. Are there any fishing opportunities at all? Is there a launch ramp? What's happening over there? Well, we've invited a gentleman that is spearheading the revival for Lake Elsinore. He is Mr. William Johnson. He's from Williams Bait Tackle and Boat Rental in Laguna. William, welcome to Rod Real Radio. Well, thank you for having me there, John. Uh, hello there, Wendy. Uh, I believe it was Dan as well. Hello yep. there. Hello there. Hey there. Hi. Hey, William. Oh, God. It, yes, go ahead. Thanks for being with us. And, and tell us, uh, you know, we're talking about a revitalization of Lake Elsinore. Tell us a little bit first about Lake Elsinore and what's happening over there that we need to know about. Well, uh, first of all, I think it's important that listeners should know that, number one, Lake Elsinore is the largest freshwater lake in Southern California, period. Um, it features 30,000 acre feet of water and shoreline. Uh, lake levels right now, optimum is at 1244, uh, which often fluctuates. Um, but a lot has done by way of the city and its partnerships with the water district, uh, just to name off a few. Uh, back in 1984, the city uh, management lobby for in Washington D.C. Uh, for Elsinore Municipal Water District and the city, who they, they successfully obtained almost 39 million dollars to fund the project, and the project passed unanimously, no problem. Uh, that project uh, included a levy system, and this levy system was uh, de- designed and structured to kind of minimize and stop uh, algae blooms and fish die-offs. And right, it has so, great work. Go ahead. Yeah, the, the lake itself then, does it receive water from any other source than uh, natural runoff? Yes, it does. Uh, lake Elsinore, and I was getting to that. Okay. Uh, also in that process, uh, there was a partnership with uh, the city of Lake Elsinore and uh, the local water company, uh, Lejwa, uh, the first project in the, the nation to ever be approved by a natural lake standpoint to be approved to actually have uh, reclaimed water pumped into a lake. 
and that was primarily because the the water district in Lake Elsinore produces probably the top uh, reclaimed water in the nation. It, they, they have some of the most uh, high quality of uh, reclaimed water uh, produced, and therefore it was passed uh, that they put reclaimed water into Lake Elsinore. And just to let you know how much, right now they are pumping 5 million gallons a day you know, to keep the level, lake levels as they are right now. All right. Now, what what is, with regards to surface area of acre feet, what is it now compared to what it could be, let's say, if we have the El Nino rains that they're expecting uh, in uh, mid-March now and April? Well, uh, right now, lake levels are at 1234. Uh, optimum is 1244. Uh, with the amount of rains that we're getting, uh, man, uh, I said bring it on. The lake can handle it. <laughs> uh, you know, we can get another 15 feet, you know, in, in elevation, and we would, it wouldn't hurt a thing because of the, the levee system that was built. William, I'm getting texts from listeners saying, don't tell me you've got the crappie king on. Do you have another title that uh, we don't <laughs> know about? Uh, yeah, the locals of Lake Elsinore, through my years of 19 years of fishing on the lake, uh, they gave me the moniker, the crappie king. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and guys, I'm, I'm a salty. Yeah, so uh, I came from Virginia, moved here uh, about 19 years ago, uh, came to California just like a lot of other guys looking for the California fishing dream. And you know back then fishing wasn't the best here. And Living in Lake Elsinore, a church friend took me to Lake Elsinore, and I caught my first crappie, and I've been hooked ever since. <laughs> well, tell me now, you are spearheading an effort to try and revitalize the lake because, you know, I don't think it's been any closely guarded secret because of the low water levels in the lake, uh, the, uh, the the fish turnovers and everything like that. It hasn't been a, a, a prime fishery for catfish and bass, but... The, you, you know, are, are spearheading an effort along with the city of Lake Elsinore to change that. And, and tell us what you guys are doing there. Well, uh, let me first mention, uh, I'm a voice like most of you guys, you know, that, that saw uh, a rich gym. And, you know, I, I just felt like it just needed some eyes placed on it in the right places. And with that being said, I mean, the city sat down and listened and saw exactly what I was saying to them, and number one is, you know, hey, the lake is everything when it comes to the city. Without, you know, a lake, uh, either from a recreational standpoint and primarily a fishing standpoint, you know, uh, you really can't sell anything. And from that, you know, we, they just really sat down and started taking a hard look at the fishery, and uh, they saw that the numbers were down. They had Department of Fishing Game come out, you know, and shock the lake, and they got numbers, and they saw that there was a, a definitely a need to put fish in. And we just had our first stocking about two weeks ago. We're going to follow up with that another stocking of catfish, crappie, and bluegill in April before the fourth annual Dream Stream Fishing Derby. Then we're going to follow up with another stocking of catfish, bluegill, crappie, and bass again in July. And after July... Uh, city council is pretty much uh, concluded that they're going to award another twenty five thousand uh, for stocking, and this is just what? the beginning of. Uh, go ahead. 
What size um, fish are they stocking? Are they stocking fingerlings, or are they going to be stocking some? Um... Uh, the catfish were ranging from two to six pounds. Uh, the bass were six-inch fingerlings. The crappie were uh, two to five-inch fingerlings, and the hybrid bluegills, which is worth mentioning, mentioning they're between three and five inches. On the hybrid bluegills, are those? I don't know what a hybrid bluegill is. I know what the Florida strain look like, and they get really big. They can be as big as a dinner plate. What are the hybrid bluegills? They're sort of the same uh, strain, if you would. They get relatively large. Wow. Now, oh, it, good. I was going to ask a question because I don't know everybody, the listeners don't know the answers. Did they have a huge die-off? What happened to the fish that were in there? And then why are we having to restock? Although it's always good. Well, since, let's say in my 19 years, uh, I know that the city has always done uh, a yearly stocking for annual kids derby. They might put in two or 300 pounds of catfish, and that was it. I do know that the lake uh, done a couple stockings of, stockings of the Florida strain uh, largemouth bass, which I believe was about 67 years ago, and they put in the hybrid wipers about five to six years ago as well. Uh, the wipers, they were fished out. Uh, people really didn't respect, you know, the the size limits or the, the, the two fish limit as well. And they were fished out um, maybe three or four years after they were put in. There's still a couple there, uh, but not nothing close to the numbers that were there. Well, uh, tell me now, uh, William, uh, uh, also uh, when it comes to accommodating the general public, are there areas, campgrounds to stay? And tell us about launching facilities there. Oh, wow. Uh, the city spent $8.2 million on uh, La Laguna Resort and Boat Launch. It's a boat launch facility. Uh, Bar none is one of the best launch ramps anywhere that I've ever seen. Uh, great facilities, state-of-the-art bathrooms, launches, uh, two, I believe they're 300-foot uh, docks that extend out into the water. And it's great right now because they dredged it out, so you can bring your boat there and don't have to worry about hitting bottom. Um, it's just really, really gorgeous. And uh, I have also, uh, I was also uh, asked by the city to uh, manage the campground uh, where the boat, where the, the launch is located. And uh, I do know that the, the city has plans, probably starting at the end of uh, this year, uh, to redo the campground as well. Now, it's going to be amazing. Williams Bait and Tackle, where is that located uh, with regards to the launch ramp and the uh, the boat rental facility? It's right on premises. I'm located uh, at 32040 Riverside Drive in this La Laguna Resort and Boat Launch. Right. So if you want to come yeah, if you want to come down, uh, launch your boat to go fishing, the Bait and Tackle Shop and General Store is right there. Right. So, you know, and we're not saying that you can't go fishing there right now before the stocking because – Obviously, if you're known as the crappie king, you got to have a, a kingdom to rule. So it sounds like Lake Elsinore is the place to do it. But it also sounds like there's still good catfishing and bass fishing opportunities over there. But they're going to be getting better, too. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, for you bass guys, uh, Elsinore is a tough lake. you got to put your homework in. Uh, many of you might know George Kramer. Uh, he writes for Western Outdoor News, avid bass fisherman. Uh, uh, George has been fishing Lake Elsinore for many years. And uh, I hate to say it, George, but the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> Elsinore has some quality bass in it, let me tell you. 
<laughs> well, it's been a long time since I fished there, and I, I recall I was fishing there uh, at a time when the level was high. Uh, the water had inundated the campgrounds, and at that time the uh, uh, the pattern was fishing uh, the uh, the fire rigs, and we actually did pretty well. In fact, I, I fished a club <laughs> tournament there, and we wound up winning it. But, you know, uh, William Johnson, if, if people want to find out more about where you are, how to get there, uh, the launching facilities, and even renting boats, how's the best way to contact you, sir? Uh, you can reach me at 951-642-0640, or you can visit me online at www.williamsboatandtackle.com. Wow. And I'm located at 32040 Riverside Drive. You know, I can't tell you how excited I'm here that there is a revitalization happening with this lake, and and you're also talking about possibly putting in a, a, a fish structure and everything else like that. Let's hope the El Nino rains come the way we think that, uh, you know, you can bring uh, Lake Elsinore to one of the, the prime fishing spots in Southern California. One more question. Does it cost anything to launch there at uh, at the launch ramp? Yes, uh, there's a $10 lake use fee and a $10 launch fee, so it's equivalent of $20 to launch your boat. And I do want to uh, float tubers and kayak. No, there is no fee to launch a float tube or a kayak on Lake Elsinore. We allow two strokes, four strokes. Uh, Everything is permitted, and uh, as of right now, there is no quagga muscle inspection either. All right. Well, William Johnson from uh, Williams uh, Bait uh, Tackle and Boat Rentals, Thank you for being with us and kind of enlightening us a little bit on what's happening at Lake Elsinore because uh, it sounds like uh, a place that's going to be moving up and getting in the mainstream of fishing, and and we hope to get the opportunity to come on out and visit with you and and try Lake Elsinore real soon. I would love to have you guys out. Just give me a call, and uh, let's get together and fish. All right. Good idea. One more question. Will Will you be at Fred Hall? Yes, I will. I'll be, I believe, in booth 805 or 806. Okay, great. All right, you'll be just right down the road we'll from come by and say radio. Hi. Okay. All right, well, come, come down and say hello to you guys. It was a pleasure. I really enjoyed it. Thank well, you. Well, thank you very much, too. It's great hearing about what's happening to Lake Elsinore. Okay. Hey, guys, we got to take a break right now. Stan, Wendy, and I will be back after these messages with a voice, Phil Friedman. Stay tuned. You can count on El Cajon Ford, as so many Southern Californians have for years. El Cajon Ford has the cars and trucks you can count on, like the all-new Fusion and Escape, Edge, Explorers, and more. And now, Fiestas with 38 MPG and Focus with 40 miles per gallon highway, plus C-Max Energy with up to 42 highway EPA estimates. El Cajon Ford has them now. Shop online at ElCajonFord.com. Choose from hundreds of your favorite F-Series trucks, too. El Cajon Ford knows trucks no matter what you're hauling or towing for a great weekend of fishing or for some fun in the desert now get special savings on every f-series truck in stock 150s 250s 350s at el cajon ford we have commercial trucks too including the all-new transit connect finally a commercial van with great mileage helping your business get moving again el cajon ford worth the short drive from anywhere in southern california broadway and east maine and el cajon or online anytime anywhere at el cajon ford.com 
Gabakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel specially heat treated to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. The Gabakatsu sharpening process is the most modern in the world and results in a perfectly conical point that is unequaled in sharpness. Gabakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing, drop shot, extra wide gap, worm hooks, finesse wide gap, and a lot more. Gabakatsu has a hook for whatever style of fishing you want to do. Don't waste your time on a cheap hook. Ask for Gabakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full, and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today HM Landing 619-222-1144 or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. 2015 and 16, Quantum Fishing's gone and done it again for you with the brand new redesigned Smoke PT Reel Series. Everything from your spinning reels all the way to your bait casters, the PTA design has a new PTXA frame, lighter, stronger, bone crushing drag, Quantum Fishing. We are performance tuned. Check them out at Angler's Arsenal in La Mesa or anglersarsenal.com or give us a call at 619 466 8355. This segment of Ron Real Radio is brought to you by the makers of the original balloon fishing clip system, Balloon Fisher King. Now you can fish the precise bait depth desired with these easy-to-use clips and 100% biodegradable natural latex balloons. All you do is clip, inflate, bait, and fish. Look for Balloon Fisher King clips and balloons at your local tackle dealers or go to balloonfisherking.com for further information. It's a big deal, you know. I've always wanted to be on Rod and Real Radio Line. <laughs> <laughs> I won the Bassmaster Classic. I did a, a McDonald's commercial, but now I know I've made it. I fulfilled my dream. <laughs> I, that is just absolutely awesome. Welcome back to Rod and Real Radio, everyone. Stan Vandenberg, Woody Toshahar is with us tonight. And now it's time for The Voice. And what the heck is Phil thinking with uh, PFL? PFO Radio's Phil Friedman, and and Phil, in a year that I think we're going to have a lot of surprises, there was already a big surprise out there when it came to fishing. How are you doing tonight, sir? I am doing great, John, and Wendy and Stan and everybody out there. It's so good to be with you. Man, you are right. February, first tuna of the year on the Pacific Queen, a 50-pound bluefin tuna down there around Colonnette, 120 miles south of the point, and uh, what a surprise. But you know, I say it's a surprise. You say it's a surprise, John. Nothing surprises me anywhere, anymore with the year we had last year. And obviously, this is a continuation of the residual warm water from the El Nino. It's still here. There's red crabs all over Catalina Island. There's red crabs in several different areas. We've got excellent fishing going on down there at Colonnette that we'll get into in just a moment. But you are so right. Here we go again. Wow, Phil. Wow, you Phil. Hey, let's let's talk a little bit about that fish that was caught down there in Colonnette. You know, uh, what boat was it on, and and do you have any particulars on how it was uh, caught? 
I don't have the particulars on it, but it was on the Queen. They were down there and got that fish fairly early. They saw other schools of fish bouncing around down there, so there was evidence of even more bluefin tuna in the area. They'd throw some chovy, and the stuff would boil on it, and uh, just really, really good signal. And, you know, I mean, in addition to that, tremendous yellow action down there, 109 yeah. yellowtail for the Queen, and nice fish, 14 to 25-pound fish. The condor was down there from Fisherman's Landing with a buck nine on the yellowtail, and same grade, really, really beautiful stuff. The Eclipse was down there out of Seaford, 93 yellows, and most of these guys are catching at least half limits, and most of them had limits of rockfish, so really great signal going on down there. Yo-yo iron, perhaps the best way to take the yellows, and again, like Stan says, fist the 50. They're not, they're not going to be lion shot when you're yo-yoing an iron. That isn't even an issue, so you might as well fish the heavy in case you hook a really big fish, and there's some Nasty territory around there also. There is some really, really, really uh, nasty stuff. Doug uh, Rubin is a really good guy in San Diego. I see him all the time. He said, fly line sardine. He just sent me a note on Facebook. So Doug's more doped up on that than I am. So there you have it, a fly line sardine. And I'll take that from Doug to the bank. He's always on top of things. Um, You know, John, we're looking out at San Clemente Island. Thunderbird just called in a moment ago out of Davies Lock in Newport Beach. With a buck six on the yellowtail, oh not the God. big grade, not the big grade yellows, but Clemente is biting. Limits of Benita to go along with that, and anybody who's ever been in that kind of a bite where you have 106 yellowtail and limits on the Benita, you know how the action is. It's constant. It's a lot of fun. I know the yellows are a little bit on the smaller side. They're biting the yo-yo iron full speed, but it's still fun fishing and really, really excellent sign here in February to have over 100 yellows out there at San Clemente Island. The Thunderbird just started their run out there, and they are already cashing in with some really excellent fishing. The Pursuit's been fishing Catalina Island. They've been up in the double digits on the smaller grade yellowtail also. They've had some barracuda out there. They've had a lot of bonita. They've had the yellows, and that is all looking really, really promising. And, of course, you look ahead to Tuesday, and you add into this mix here in Southern California, rockfish season opening up. And, man, you got your bases covered on several different ways here. You know, if you go out and look for some yellows and they don't want to bite, you can fish some bottom stuff and load up with the finest eating fish in the sea. Eddie Leland, I saw Eddie yesterday down at a great seminar that Eddie and I put out. Well, I, I shouldn't say that. I put on a seminar. How egotistical <laughs> is that? It was, a, it, was, it was an okay seminar. Eddie was great. Let's put it that way. And he was out today, John. And I'm telling you, I can't wait to call him after the show. I'm going to do an interview for our website because he is raving about the private boat experience he had today here locally, right almost out our front window here in Surfside. He went out and he said he caught several giant sand bass. He said that the bite today in the shallow water for olive rockfish, more commonly known as Johnny Bass, was tremendous. He had to throw all those back, of course. They caught a bunch of sheep's head. And they were also catching blue bass, you know, what we used to call them priest fish up in the Santa Monica Bay. And it sounds more like something you'd be catching up in the Channel Islands with this great catch. But he said it was every single bait. It was nonstop action for a couple hours, which bodes very, very well here for the local boats when they start rocking and rolling here very, very soon. Um, John, I was at Big Fish Bait and Tackle today, and they had put a raffle together. And I've got to give... Really, kudos to a couple of people here. Rod Alley owns Big Fish Bait and Tackle. He is always jumping in when there's a need. Now, a gentleman by the name of, and I'll probably mispronounce his name, and I apologize, but Jam Sirasing 
passed away and left five small children. They were there today. And so Rick Fuentes grabbed the ball and ran with it and put together a raffle and got it approved and got it so it was all legal and everything. And then he did a raffle, and they raised $5,000 for the the widow of of this woman that has these five children now. And there was a huge crowd down there, and it was really something to see. So Rodale, the owner of Big Fish Bait and Tackle, as I say, he's such a giving guy. He gave me several hundred dollars that I turned into an electric wheelchair here last week that we'll be taking to Mexicali to a guy that cannot walk and cannot get around, cannot feed his family. So I thank him for that. And Rick Fuentes, and, and so many of the people came out and bought tickets. I saw a lot of faces out there that I'm very familiar with and that I know very, very well. And I can't thank them enough. And congratulations to, they had a ton of prizes, but Norman Rodriguez won a $1,000 Daiwa rod, and, or pardon me, a Daiwa reel and Phoenix rod. So he had a $1,000 beautiful rod and reel and a lot of great things going on, proving that fishermen are truly good and giving people. And finally, um, before you, if you have any questions or you just want to throw me off the air, I wouldn't blame no, you one no, bit. No, 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 no. We can talk about fishing. You know, there's all bu- kinds of things that are going on out there. You know that I heard. I heard that the commercial guys are kind of keeping it quiet on the bluefin. That they've got them over a hundred pounds down there already. And and the yellowtail off outside of Santa Monica Bay has just been on the scream and big big fish that they've been catching. I mean, not little ones, really nice ones out there. One guy got a yellowtail off the surf. I talked to a guy on uh, Saturday. It was surf fishing along Santa Monica Beach there with a group, whole group of guys and watched a guy catch two stripers. Wow. Um, the, 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 what, the action that's happening in the ocean is just now starting to light up for us, and we're going to have the second year in a row, this El Nino event, obviously. We've got red crabs that are probably going to go into San Francisco the way it's going. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the warm water push, is that's what kept the rain out of here. We've got all that heat uh, push up and keep that the lows from pushing down here, but uh, it's been an interesting start of the year. I got to say, fishing has been off the hook for the dead of winter. You know, I had Bobby Gamboa come into the uh, the uh, the store on Saturday, and he was telling me the private boaters that are going out of the corral, they're catching yellowtail uh, just off the corral, off uh, San Miguel Reef up there, and on the backside of Tota Santos, they're. Uh, uh, fishing uh, deep with, uh, again, the 7Xs or the Flat Falls and uh, catching yellowtail out there. And then you go down to San Quintin. And even with the local Pongaderos down there, almost every rock pile that that they know of that you, you can get on, they're catching great calico bass, occasionally some white sea bass, and they're getting yellowtail down there. So there's all great signs. And, and Phil, you happened to mention, and I heard that too on the Pacific Queen, that that fish was caught fly lining, and there's there's a there's probably a lot more fish that can be caught out there. But everyone's been fishing deep for the yellowtail. There's probably you know not very many people that are fly lining bait. So who knows? There could be uh, more fish out there to be had. Well, I have no doubt that if uh, the water temps right and some of those areas that typically hold bluefin, the sixty mile bank, the butterfly, um, the forty three fathom area, I have no doubt. If the water's right, that there's going to be BFT on it, and it's going to want to chew here early this year. We're already seeing those indications, and it looks good. And as Stan pointed out, those yellows up there in the Santa Monica Bay, 25 to 35-pound, yeah. big, tough yellows, big shouldered fish. 
They love to pull, and they, they just have a nasty attitude, and that's what you want. They are really nasty big fish, and that's biting up there. So you can almost start to point. I mean, no one's been out to Santa Barbara, and I'll guarantee you that there's a ton of yellows out there. And I get that from a, a month ago from a commercial lobster guy that fishes SBI all the time and told me, man, this place is absolutely jugged with yellows and nobody's out here. It is so juicy out here. And he was convinced that somebody could put on a hump on the fork out there with not much problem at all. With There was so much fish that he was seeing. So the whole thing is lighting up. It's lighting up super early. And as Stan says, here we go again. It really looks like it's going to be a phenomenal year. Yeah, who needs to go to Santa Barbara Island when you can get them off a surfboard in Santa Monica Beach? <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> uh, yeah don't get it. Hey, and if that was, you know, normally the fish wait for the Fred Hall show to pull all these shenanigans. So I'm running from the booth and trying to update and running back and forth. But they started a little bit earlier and gave us a break this year. And, uh, you know, what a great way to segue into the Fred Hall show. You bet. You talk about the excitement from last year now. That excitement has been stoked up again. Everybody's rocking and rolling and excited, and uh, it should be a fabulous time, John. Well, you mean you're actually going to be at the uh, Fred Hall Long Beach Show, the ultimate outdoor experience brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Where are you going to be there, and what are you going to be doing, Phil? I thought, you know, since I've been doing this for 31 years, I'd show up another year there. What the heck? Uh, Yeah, we'll be there, John, no question about it. Laker girls will be at our booth on Wednesday for opening day from 2.30 to 4. Uh, We're going to have several different segments to our booth. We're going to have a Baja segment where you can come up and ask about Baja, California, and Laredo. We're giving away a trip to Laredo. That raffle is absolutely free. We have a conservation area where you can learn about barotrauma and descending devices and the proper way to release fish so that when people do release their fish, they do it right. You know, if you're going to release them, let's do it right. So we're going to have that rocking and rolling. We're going to have a rigging table. We're going to have a knot tying table. And then we'll have another raffle that is $3 that supports our efforts to take more of our military guys and their kids fishing. We take the Marines out of Camp Pendleton fishing every year. That'll be going on. And we'll do the first ever. The show's been going for 70 years, and it's hard to find something that'll be the first ever but the first ever Spanish language outdoor radio show live from the Fred Hall show. Bart is very excited about it. He's going to come over. And uh, by the way, Bart had his choice between Joaquin Espinosa to be his translator and Tatiana Torres. And uh, he, he said, he sat there and he looked for a little bit and he said, you know, I think I'll go with the pretty one. And so I think Tatiana is going to be his translator. And, uh, and uh, he had a great time. So we'll be doing a live radio show and, Celebrating our two years uh, anniversary on the air in, uh, with Spanish radio. So, what, really what does that show take place, Phil? That'll take place, and we're going to have all kinds of gifts. Whether you speak Espanol or Inglés, it doesn't matter. We'll have all kinds of gifts. 7 p.m. Friday evening at the Phil Freeman Outdoors booth. That's in the 1900 aisle, right near the Discovery Dive Pool. And we would love to have you come by and love to say have you say hello. You know, to add to that, uh, at the Rod and Reel Radio booth, uh, it will be uh, 841. We will have for sale the Rockley's Bear Trauma device. Uh, it'll be on sale. So if uh, uh, if uh, people want to come on over after they go to your seminar or they want to learn how to use the device, you come on over and, and see us there at Rod and Reel Radio and pick up one of these devices because with the opening of rockfish uh, season, it's going to be a great tool to have. You got to give me one of those devices to have over there so I can drive people over to your booth for sure, John. That's very, 
very important that people do that. That's how we get more fathoms back. That's how we get more fishing areas back. And uh, please, yeah, we'll hook up and work something so I can send people your way and make sure everybody gets a descending device. It's really important. All right. Hey, Phil, if people want to keep up with your blogs, I mean, I can't even keep up with all the things that you do that I see that you're reporting on because it seems like the minute something breaks when it comes to fishing, you are on top of it. You've got a live report. You've got pictures. Uh, You've got editorials, whatever it is. How do we keep up with you, Phil? John, thank you so very much. Really easy, everybody. Just go to www. P-F-O, Phil Friedman Outdoors, P-F-O-Radio.com. If you'd like it to do it in Espanol, you have somebody, a friend that speaks Spanish, or you're trying to learn Spanish, you can go to www.aventurasalairelibre.com. And, of course, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, YouTube channel and everything else. P-F-O on Facebook, Aventuras al Aire Libre on Facebook, and that should do it. Oh, and uh, Spanish Radio, 7 p.m. Friday nights and Sunday morning, 6 a.m., AM, uh, what is it? Six ninety. What? what six ninety. Six ninety. Yeah. Remember, man, the old mighty six ninety. Hey, that's how I do all these things. I'm starting to lose my mind. I don't even know what station I'm on anymore. <laughs> hey, hey, Phil, where are you going to be located at uh, Fred Hall so people can uh, make a beeline to see you? Because there's a chance they just might miss you. <laughs> that show's so big. Oh, I know. You're not kidding. We're in the 1900 Island. Mike Lump said, if you tell people you're in the 1900 aisle, they can't miss you. Our booth is 16 feet high, and we can go up another 10 feet with banners. So uh, it's a pretty big booth, and uh, it's near the Discovery Dive uh, area. So I think people will be able to find us there, and I certainly look forward to seeing everybody. Come by, try to win that trip to Laredo. It's free, and if you'd like to help us with the military and kids fishing, we deeply appreciate that, a $3 raffle, and we would gladly put that to taking more of the men and women who protect our country out fishing with us. Well, Phil, we all look forward to seeing you at the Fred Hall Show, the ultimate outdoor experience brought to you by Progressive Insurance starting this Wednesday and going through Sunday. Uh, hey, uh, and we'll get those uh, bear trauma devices over to you. Thanks a lot for being with us tonight. Hey, John, a real pleasure as always. And Stan, you take great care. Wendy, you take great care. And all the listeners out there, great fishing to you. Get out and catch some rockfish starting Tuesday. All right. Fred Hall. Yeah. That was Phil Friedman, the voice. Hey, Stan, Wendy, and I, we're going to take a break right now. But coming up next, Captain James Nelson with the Southern California Inshore Report. Stay tuned. More Rod Reel Radio to come. It's time for the spectacular 70th annual Fred Hall Show, March 2nd to the 6th at the Long Beach Convention Center, presented by Progressive. This is the world's largest fishing show, California's largest boat show, and a world-class international travel and hunting show. Celebrating the passion of fishing, boating, hunting, and outdoor rec- For 70 years, nearly 1,000 booths, hundreds of boats, over 400 seminars presented by Cousins Tackle, a giant kayak and stand-up paddleboard section, California's largest marine electronics display, the Mammoth Lakes Kids Fish Free Trap Pond, Savage Gears Bass Tank, the Accurate Fishing Saltwater Tank, Hobie Kayak Test Drives, Ram Trucks Ultimate Air Dogs, Costa Sporting Chef Cafe, Archery, Scuba, Fly Fishing, Casting, and so much more. Kids Free, Kids Fish Free, Active Military Free. Join us and 
and share in the 70-year legacy of the Fred Hall Show as we celebrate the passion March 2nd through the 6th at the Long Beach Convention Center. Presented by Progressive. Details at FredHall.com. Angler's Arsenal is the serious angler's first choice for hand-poured plastics. McCoy Line, Spro Products, Gamakatsu Hooks, G. Loomis Fishing Rods, Shimano Products, Ovid Reels, and just about anything you hear advertised on Rod and Reel Radio. Go to anglersarsenal.com and visit our online tackle store. See the huge selection of Western Plastics hand-poured baits, all at anglersarsenal.com. Angler's Arsenal Tackle Store is conveniently located in La Mesa, just off Interstate 8. Give us a call at 1-800-428-8730. If you're serious about your fishing, choosing the right tackle is one of the most important decisions you'll ever make. Iserline makes premium fishing lines including monofilament, Dacron, Spectra, fluorocarbon, battle-tested harnesses, and top-angler-tested Iserline tools and accessories. Iserline premium fishing products are created to provide you with the ultimate in strength, dependability, durability, high abrasion resistance, low stretch, and high quality. All Iserline products are 100% guaranteed against manufacturing defects. You just can't buy better value. Iserline will replace or repair at their option. No questions asked if you're not pleased with any of their products. Catch what you've been missing. Quality guaranteed. Every serious angler knows that a quality hook is an important part of their arsenal. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. Gamakatsu ring hooks are made with a one-piece ring, no welds, no weak spots, a very smooth-moving ring. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing. Live bait hooks, both light and heavy-duty, to four extra strong. Circle hooks, tuna hooks, ring hooks, tuna doubles, and many more. Don't waste your next fishing trip on a cheap hook. Get Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. My Angler H2O. I will scent my lure with pride. And hope my boss doesn't notice the tan. I will outmaneuver drought-exposed sunken boats and outlast the hard-fighting largemouth bass. I will save water at home for better fishing out here and always, always wear my life jacket. What's your H2O? Tell us at BoatCalifornia.com. The California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways reminds you to wear it, California. This portion of Rod and Reel Radio is brought to you by the Rockley's Fish Release System. Now you can quickly and easily release fish suffering from barotrauma back to the depths they were caught. Look or ask for the Rockley's at your local fishing tackle dealer. Stan, Wendy, and I, we want to welcome you back to Rod and Reel Radio. Now it's time for the California Inshore Report with a fish icon himself, Captain James Nelson. Captain James, a good Sunday evening to you. How you doing, sir? Well, happy Sunday to you, John and family. <laughs> we are a friendly group, are we not? <laughs> oh man, I tell you, I just parked the rig in the in the driveway. I mean, just literally, just got. I'm my my pants are still wet from wiping the boat down. Oh my gosh! Well, you know, we're uh, getting more light now uh, with. Uh, uh, getting uh, closer and closer to springtime, and in a couple of weeks it'll be daylight savings time, so there's going to be plenty of light uh, uh, later on in the evening. But uh, the light, is that helping us at all? Is it helping the fishing? Tell us what's happening, sir. I don't know, but I'm wearing a lot more sunscreen these days, John. That I could tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's... I had the wide-brim hat on for my tournament, and it was, I'm looking at wow, it's the midwinter. I'm telling you, yeah, you know, that's the thing, though. That's the that's the trick that, you know, it's really hard for folks. Uh, I get folks that are coming from areas, they had to shovel snow to get to the airport to get here. And one of the tricks about it is it feels like summer to us, but to the fish it's still very much winter. 
and we must respect them for that. I mean, they're not ready for for the weather that we're getting. Yeah, but you know, James, it it, it worked out exactly the way uh, I think you planned it. Uh, uh, this past weekend, I had a couple of gentlemen come in from uh, out of town, stopped in the tackle store, and they said, "Well, I need this. We need this, and everything like that." And he says, "You know, we're here for a meeting. We've got a uh, a half day to go fishing, and uh, we've." Uh, we booked with this uh, James Nelson guy, and I go, "What? Wait a minute! You don't need to be buying all this stuff. You go out with Captain James Nelson. All you have to do is show up because it's got he he's got it all, and and that's the way uh, it, it's supposed to work, right?" You know that that's pretty much it. But I saw a lot of stuff that he got, and he's going to use it back home, and that's great. And as a matter of fact, that was my half day today, and we ended up doing a full day because they were having so much fun out there. <laughs> That's great, James. Well, what'd you guys do? What what's biting out there? You know, today it was boy, it was a full gambit. I mean, we started out fishing a little bit outside the bay, and uh, you know, got into some uh, sculping, which was great. You know, we got into a bunch of mackerel. Boy, the mackerel wouldn't leave us alone. And then, uh, of course, they were having fun with it. They don't get mackerel where they're from. And uh, then we got into some barracuda. Uh, at one point, uh, even had an eel. Sal had an eel on. We almost got him, you know, where we could take a picture. But, you know, eels do what eels do. And he hit the deck and flopped into the water and gone. But uh, that was really cool. <laughs> and it, it was pretty neat, just a lot of things. And then, uh, you know, we got everything but a spotted uh, bay bass. Kind of funny. Right. Well, you know. <laughs> Seeing your pictures on on Facebook uh, during the week with other clients you've taken out, I noticed that uh, all of a sudden there seemed to be some bonefish in those pictures. Is is that because the people are going out and targeting that, or are those incidental bonefish you're catching, Jim? It's a little bit of both. It's becoming that time. The water's up to 64 degrees in certain parts of the bay, and I have folks that say, you have bonefish? I want to go catch them. So when I get folks that say that, we spend a lot more time looking for it, whereas if I got folks that don't know what a bonefish is, doesn't really care, they've never heard of it, if we don't get one within an hour or so, they're, they're easy to abandon it because we can go catch something else a lot easier. But when I got folks who really want to put in the time, once they know there's bonefish and they got the, just the whole thought of catching one on the brain, then we spend a little more time doing it until we actually come up with pay dirt. And that's what we did this week, or yesterday I think it was. Now, now, Jim, with the opening of uh, of uh, bottom fishing, uh, is that going to add an extra element that you can take your clients to go out and do? Oh, absolutely, John. You should know if anybody. I mean, I heard you talk a little bit with Phil about the rock leaf system, and I'll tell you, that thing's been getting overused, and it's not because those fish are small. We're releasing a lot of good, good fish that normally, you know, would have gone into somebody's fridge. And... Uh, it's a shame to see them go, but at the same time, we got to do what's right with the system. And so we'd let them go, we drop them down, and they swim off. And I think what the main thing that's going to change, John, is all those shallow water rockfish that we keep catching. They're going to disappear. They're going to wise up. They're going to look at their calendars. And, uh, <laughs> and they know better. They're just all of a sudden just not going to bite. <laughs> it, it ha- <laughs> that's it's just happening my every, prediction. It, it's happening every year now. You know, uh, Jim, you know, we've had some big surge and everything like that, and still uh, uh, with that surge, uh, there's some areas outside of the bay that uh, are fairly well protected where you can go out and fish. Oh, today was beautiful, John. We had seven-footers, and it was probably the nicest seven-footers I've ever been in. 
because it was just greasy, slick, no wind, and it just felt like you were just, uh, you know, there were seven-footers with 16 to 18 seconds apart. I mean, it was like a lullaby out there. It was just beautiful. I mean, it just felt like you were just, yeah, I can't describe it. It was just such a nice little uh, slow lift, slow drop. I mean, you, you knew you were in the ocean, but it wasn't the type of thing that made it feel uh, either dangerous or unsettling. Well, Jim, if uh, people want to check you out and uh, find out what dates are available or, or book here in the future or anything like that, how's the best way to get a hold of you? Well, they could always reach me at the website, bfishicon.com, or as you acknowledge, they could come by the shop, whether they get something there or not, say, hey, how do I get a hold of Captain James? And, uh, or they could always uh, try the telephone, 619-395-0799. Yeah, and as as uh, you know, you've told a lot of clients before. You uh, are appreciative of anything that your clients do to support any of the tackle stores here in in the Southern California, San Diego area. And if you happen to mention it, uh, you just might uh, knock a little bit off the uh, uh, the price of going out with you. Absolutely, I do that, and that's what these guys took advantage of. And I highly suggest folks that you do the same. Stop by, see John, keep your receipts, show me that you uh, were there. And or show me some of the cool stuff that you got. And uh, either way, it works. I'll give you a nice little discount. Well, I think uh, they're really looking forward to you taking them out to uh, Mitch's Seafood uh, uh, at the end of the morning. Did you guys wind up doing that? We started to, but, you know, we got a late start. And Mitch's, if you don't get there by 11 o'clock on Sunday, <laughs> I mean, we had a line all the way from Fisherman's Landing down to Mitch's, you know. Oh, my so, gosh. We turned around and went to Pizza Nova. It was just as good. We got some wings and some pizza. It was good. <laughs> All right. Captain James Nelson, we appreciate you being with us. Uh, we're going to have a recorded show next week uh, because uh, Stan, Wendy, and I will be at the Fred Hall Show in Long Beach. So we'll be speaking to you live in two weeks, okay? Sounds sounds good. And, yeah, you guys have fun at the show. I'll be working. I'm already booking that weekend. So. I guess I won't get to come up and play with you guys. I got to go to work. Well, right. We'll be thinking about you. We'll be you. working too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Captain James Nelson, the fish icon. Captain James, thanks a lot for being with us. You bet, guys. Have a great show. Talk to you in a couple weeks. All right. Thank you, James. Hey, we've got a special guest that's called up. Uh, he's going to be at the front hall show. He's going to be uh, displaying his uh, new line of one cool tuna jigs, and it's one cool tuna himself. Cool Tuna, welcome to the show. Hey there, how you guys doing? We hey, are doing. Jeff, how are you? Yeah, we are doing hey. great, guy. How about yourself? Yeah, uh, busy, 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 trying to get all these jigs ready for uh, for Fred Hall. Well, tell us about uh, these jigs. Uh, what are they all about, uh, Tuna? And uh, uh, you know uh, what? Are, you know how do they differ than some of the other jigs that you're going to see at, when you come to the show? Well, as you know, I. For a long time, for the last uh, seven to eight years, I've been making the, the line labels, the uh, One Cool Tuna line labels, so you can know what line bait you have on your reels and your rods and so forth. And just for the last couple of years, I've just noticed that the quality of the uh, the jigs that are out there on the market have just gone downhill. Uh, a lot of them have gone offshore, and the quality has just gone away. So what I've come up with is a premium jig. Uh, the quality is a lot better on this. The finish is a lot better on it. Uh, I've come up with a, a process of, uh, of uh, coating them with uh, very colorful and very vivid patterns 
that uh, attract the fish as well as the fishermen. Um, and I'm offering them in, in a surface iron. Uh, you're pretty much sort of like your Taddy 45 size. Uh, I've got a heavy, um, which is sort of like your seeker type, uh, sea searcher type jig. And then, um, a 6X junior size as well. But the, uh, the one that I'm really excited about is one that I've been working on for two years developing and it's called the Z-Bar jig. And what it is is it's ultimately the perfect jig surface iron. Uh, every single one of them is exactly the same. There is zero difference, and that's why we call it Z-Bar, for zero difference. Uh, they're 100% machined, CNC machined, and there is no variance between them down to the one-hundredth of, of an inch variance on it. And they all, if the first one swims good for you, every single one will swim perfect after that. Wow, that's uh, that's exciting, Tuna. And uh, I know you've been working a long time on these. You started getting them in uh, some of the, uh, 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 you know, the the shops around town. But you're going to be displaying these at uh, the Fred Hall Show uh, coming up here starting on Wednesday, are you not? Yes, I am. I'm going to be there in the booth with you guys at the Rod and Reel Radio. And the Z-Bar will be making its its debut there at the show. Uh, it'll be the first place it'll be available to be bought. Well, I didn't get a chance to throw the Z-Bar, but I have thrown the one cool tunas out there. Uh, we took them on a long-range trip and uh, had a few that we we gave out to some of the guys that because uh, we didn't have a lot of them. But we gave a few out, and, and we got into Wahoo. All I can tell you is we... We got a bunch of Wahoo and we lost a bunch of, uh, of jigs, but they worked well before we lost them all. <laughs> <laughs> that's, well, I, that's, that's good for business is losing the jigs. <laughs> he keeps coming back for them that way. Well, you know, it was one of those things where we just landed into a, a, a wad of that fish that wanted to bite, and I think we got over 100 of them or something like that in about a three-hour period. Which and which means you lost about five hundred of them in a lot of tackles. So it was Katie bar the door, but fun, and they worked well while we had them. Uh, cool tuna. So you, you know, if uh, uh, people can't get to the Fred Hall show or they want to see the products before they get to the Fred show to pick out what they're looking for, because I know you're going to have a great display of them there in the uh, Rod Real Radio booth. Will be booth eight forty one there. Where can they go to see exactly what it is you're talking about? Uh, the website is One Cool Tuna. That's O N E Cool Tuna. One Cool Tuna. dot com. Um, they're also in Fishman's Landing, M M&M and Rods, uh, Angler's Arsenal, and uh, a couple other shops are getting ready to take inventory on it right now. But those are the three main ones right now. But like I said, the Z Bar will be debuted at the Fred Hall Show, and only available there at the uh, Rod and Rail Radio booth. You know, and, you know, you're going to have the line labels, and then you'll also be introducing a, a lubricant product, too, that we're going to be interested in. Yeah, we've, uh, we're have we making the transition over to a product called Get Some. Uh, it's a non-petroleum-based lubricant, uh, no acids, no silicones. Uh, it's great for salt re- repelling on, your, on all of your tackle. Uh, it's uh, just a great product and made here in America. And uh, they'll be available there at the booth as well. 
Yeah, we've been testing it out here in the shop. When guys bring in their reels and uh, they need a little love, they haven't been necessarily taking care of them as well as uh, maybe you'd like to see. We've been adding a, a little bit of the lubricant to them here and there, and i got to tell you, it freshens them, them up right away. In fact, I told the story. I've got a lock on uh, one of the buildings over here that when we had that rain come through, the rain was was actually pouring right into the lock. So when we went to try and use that lock, I mean, we couldn't get it to budge. And I squeezed a little bit of the lubricant in there, got it at least working so that it worked. And I'm going, well, at least we can use it. Maybe I'm going to have to change that lock. It stayed overnight. The next night we came, we put the key in the lock, and it worked better than new. So it's going to be a good product. What do you call it again, uh, Tuna? And uh, you're going to have it at the show? Yeah, it's called Get Some. All right. Get Some. And yes, we'll have it at the show. All right. Well, one cool tuna. We look forward to seeing the jigs, uh, the labels, and get some at the Fred Hall Show. And thanks a lot for being with us and uh, cluing us in that you're going to be there and what you're going to have. It's going to be a fun time, sir. Thank you very much. I appreciate the time on the radio. Stan, we got to get together. You owe me some pictures, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I could get them out of the, the, the guts of the fish, it would be a good thing. <laughs> Not a problem. All right. Hey, guys, that's it for the first hour of Rod and Real Radio. But stay tuned there. Stan, Wendy, and I, we're going to be back with another hour of Rod and Real Radio. We've got great Greg Gutierrez with us. We have Bart Hall scheduled to be with us, too. So stay tuned. There's more to come after these messages. You can count on El Cajon Ford, as so many Southern Californians have for years. El Cajon Ford has the cars and trucks you can count on, like the all-new Fusion and Escape, Edge, Explorers, and more. And now, Fiestas with 38 MPG and Focus with 40 miles per gallon highway, plus C-Max Energy with up to 42 highway EPA estimates. El Cajon Ford has them now. Shop online at ElCajonFord.com. Choose from hundreds of your favorite F-Series trucks, too. El Cajon Ford knows trucks no matter what you're hauling or towing for a great weekend of fishing or for some fun in the desert now get special savings on every f-series truck in stock 150s 250s 350s at el cajon ford we have commercial trucks too including the all-new transit connect finally a commercial van with great mileage helping your business get moving again el cajon ford worth the short drive from anywhere in southern california broadway and east main and el cajon or online anytime anywhere at el H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full, and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today, H&M or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. My Angler H2O. I will never use that fakey fluorescent pink bait or drag my hula popper through the mud. 
I will outmaneuver drought-exposed stumps, rocks, and submerged station wagons. And outsmart the ravenous river otter. I will save water by taking shorter showers for higher lakes. And I will always, always wear my life jacket. What's your H2O? Tell us at BoatCalifornia.com. The California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways reminds you to wear it, California. Hi, I'm Bart Hall, and I'm back to tell you about the Fred Hall Show, March 2nd to the 6th at the Long Beach Convention Center. Who could have known that when my father started his first show in Los Angeles in 1946, that it would turn into the world's largest and most exciting sport fishing show, one of the nation's most prominent boat shows, and a world-class international travel and hunting show? We are proud of the fact that when you attend a Fred Hall show, we will entertain you all day with nearly a thousand booths, over 400 seminars, hundreds of boats, and dozens of family fun activities. And when it's all over, you want to come back the next day to see what you missed. We invite you to come join us and share in the 70-year legacy of the Fred Hall Shows as we celebrate the passion of fishing, boating, hunting, and the pure joy of outdoor recreation. Kids free, kids fish free, active military free. Join the Coastal Conservation Association of California and get in free. Check us out at fredhall.com. The Fred Hall Show, March 2nd to the 6th at the Long Beach Convention Center, presented by Progressive. Quantum Fishing's got something for everybody. From the smallest angler to the oldest veteran, we can get you out there fishing with the greatest reels on the market today. From the all-new for 2016 Icon PT, to the Tour Mag, to the brand new redesigned Smoke Reel, we've got something for everyone in your family. Have some fun. Take a kid fishing. They're the future of our sport. Quantum, we are performance-tuned. You can get your quantum products at anglersarsenal.com or anglersarsenal in the Mesa at 619-466-8355. Hi, this is BSS record holder Dean Rojas. El Cajon Ford helped me when I got started in my career and let them help you with a new F-Series Ford truck. And remember, nobody beats El Cajon Ford. And Southern California, Stan, Wendy, and I welcome you back to the second hour of Rod and Reel Radio. Hey, last week we were giving you a little report on the Costa FLW Series at Lake Shasta. It's a pro-am event. It's one of the most prestigious fishing events to happen out here in, uh, on the West Coast. And we have with us this evening from Red Bluff, California, the winner of that event, Mr. Greg Gutierrez. Greg, welcome to Ron Real Radio, sir. Hey, thank you. It's great to be uh, be here. I, I haven't really uh, talked with anybody down south before. This is kind of a new one for me. It's always usually up this Northern California way. Well, you appreciate oh, the people it. down here fish too. It's amazing. <laughs> when we have water, Greg, and I know water's been uh, a, a thing uh, that you guys have been concerned about, but you were fishing on Lake Shasta, and I know you probably had a chance to pre-fish it in the months or weeks before the event. And boy, right. you talk about a lake that goes up and down like a drawbridge on Saturday night. It's Lake Shasta. No, it's it's still moving. You know, it's funny as. I had this one spot um, that I ended up visiting the last day of the tournament uh, and, and actually capitalized. I'm pretty sure I set the nail with this one. Was uh, um, There was an island, or actually it was a long point that went out, and I came around the last day over over four days of not fishing it, and I pulled in there, and it was an island. And I started scratching my head. I made a couple of casts on it and caught a couple of fish, but I... I didn't. I wasn't quite where I needed to be, and and then I finally realized, oh man, I need to be up like about thirty more yards to get to where I'm supposed to be. It's oh coming up. My gosh! Hey, well, Greg, you know, 
a lot of the people here in Southern California may not be familiar with you. Tell us a little bit about yourself because you, by no stretch of the imagination, are some Johnny-come-lately to the bass fishing scene. <laughs> you know, I... I haven't thought about I haven't thought about that in a while, but uh, you know I started out fishing a, a long time ago. You know everybody starts out at one point, but um, you know fishing the farm ponds, everything else. My mom, this is a, kind of a funny story, and I'll throw this in there before I get all into the, the serious bass fishing stuff. But my mom really uh, she knew that I really disliked the dentists and doctors. She she would show up, and uh, I'd get the announcement on the school speaker as a kid, and I'd. You know, I have a dentist appointment. I go shuffling my feet out there, and it was a 50-50 shot at whether or not I was going to a dentist or a doctor. But once in a while, my I would get halfway out to the old station wagon, and my mom would throw a hat on or fishing hat, and we would go play hooky for real. All right. <laughs> so, so I had that passion fishing, and then, you know, just basically started farm fishing. And um, I ended up uh, running into a buddy of mine at, uh, you know, I don't know if you know this, but I retired. Um, I retired as a battalion chief uh, from the fire department, and uh, when I had first started back in 1980, I'd, I'd run into a buddy of mine that's a good friend now, Steve Klein, and uh, and uh, he was tournament fishing back then as a youngster. His brother, Gary Klein, obviously, is, the, is a well-known brother, but Steve was a pretty good angler himself. Anyhow, he ended up taking me out, and I just got, I got the bug on bass fishing and started fishing in a club, and then from there I went to, I followed uh, followed Steve around in the back of the boat as a as a co-angler, amateur angler for five or six years, and then about, I think it was around, oh, 1995, I decided, 96, I decided to venture out and try and fish as a pro, and and I, I remember fishing my very first pro tournament on Lake Oroville, and uh, and for for whatever reason, I just got on them, and I ended up finishing second place in there, and I was sold. So there's a lot of the old pro-am events here in California, the the one bass and, you know, West Coast bass, and then it was uh, Angler's Choice came in from Texas, and then, and then the you know, the Bass Masters and the Red Man, and um, I ended up qualifying to go back to the tour several times and, and always – always blew it off because there was so much money and then decided one year that I was going to do it. And I, I went back and fished the uh, Bassmaster, what was it then? It was the Bassmaster BP-150s or the Sitco-150s. Yeah, it was the Tour back then. And uh, and then from there it went to the Elite Series. And, um, and then from there I ended up coming home. The wife got a little ill, so we came home and took care of her and, I've just been fishing local since then. I've, I've covered just about everything. I've, I've fished the Bassmaster Classic a couple of times. I've fished the, the Redman All-American, finished second there. And, you know, I've had wins on FLW now. For This is my first win on FLW, but Bassmaster and, and uh, you know, one bass. I, I, I've covered a lot of water in my years for sure. Well, you know, it... It sounds like you've been around the horn a couple of times. Uh, let let's uh, get up to the future here. Uh, yeah, let's cover some water on shaft. Yeah, so. yeah. The F, F, <laughs> FLW. Uh, uh, tell us a little bit about the uh, uh, the pro am series uh, here and uh, how you approached uh, the event at Lake Shasta. Oh yeah. Well, you know what is is I'm a I, I find that I'm I'm best in performing. You know, in my 
tournaments uh, when I when I trust myself, and I trust myself more and more when I fish a lot. So I decided um, about October that I was going to go fishing, um, and I, it's difficult. You know, I live 45 minutes to an hour from from any lake. Just is the closest one. But I, I told myself I was going to fish at least one day a week. I, I told my wife, I announced to her, I'm fishing one day a week until these tournaments come, and then I'm just going to I'm going to wreck them. And she looked at me and says, okay, you do that. And I, so every week I'd go up there and spend at least one day up there fishing. And, and it was a lot of fun, you know, because first of all, you, you know, after the first couple of times, you finally locate fish, and then you start running around, and you transition with those fish from – you know, late summer, fall, fall into winter, winter into pre-spawn. And so when I went to this practice, I'd already finished one tournament with that Wild West Bass Series. And uh, and so I'd spent four days on the water, you know, the week before. So I had a really good feeling of what I needed to do and what I needed to do to change to better my uh, my uh, performance. So I just started running around fishing totally different stuff. And uh, started fishing with different baits, um, and 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 obviously I was fishing with some baits that I had a lot of confidence in. But I started adding baits to my uh, my series. So by time I was done with the first day of practice, which was Sunday, I think is the first day I showed up. I I think I pretty much was locked into what I thought the fish were going to do based on the weather pattern that was there and what was going to happen, which was practice was beautiful. We were in shorts and T-shirts for the most part, um, but the tournament was going to be heavy wind and rain. So I had been throwing um, a jig, a 3-8 ounce homemade jig I make, and uh, throwing it out and fishing it down to about 30, 35 foot of water, and that's where those solid 2 to 2.5 pound fish were, which... On Shasta, that's a great limit, you know, and if, if things change, if the if weather patterns change, those fish get kind of grumpy, so I knew those would be solid fish to go after. Um, Let me ask you a you question, know, Greg, while, while, you're, while, the, while you're doing this, and I, I know that the, you've gotten a lot of rain up in Northern California, there's been a lot of water coming in, and, and Shasta has a river every two inches that comes into it on every angle that's got the sack and the pit, and I mean... Mm-hmm. There's got yep. water that's coming in. The lake is on the rise this whole time. I'm gonna have to guess. Oh, it is. It's it's it's. Um, you know, even this last weekend, you know, um, it it started coming in. It was raising a foot and a half a day, and at this pool, you know, that doesn't seem much. If if uh, if we counted this, what two months ago, it would the same amount of water coming in would be raising it. I bet you two two and a half foot a day. But now we're getting question, then, on, based on that. When you start, when you found your fish at thirty feet, did those fish stay as the roll, as the lake came up? Did they stay in that one area? So you fished they, that, that well, one zone. And that was the beauty of it. I had multiple areas. I had I had the upper sack. I had the squawk Creek arm, and then I had the pit or the the main body. And uh, I I told myself that the main body would be where I'm going to catch the big fish. Yep. And then if I needed to fill in from there, I would run up the sack or the squaw, depending on which one I felt most comfortable with at the time I was going to do it. So, you know, it was it was easy enough. By Literally by the last day, what was a Wednesday, I, I was out with a friend of mine pre-fishing, and I told him, uh, 
and says, it's not going to hurt my feelings at all if we just go in. I mean, it really isn't. It's 10 o'clock in the morning. And uh, he goes, hey, it's not going to hurt mine either. And we were just crushing him. Oh, man. You know, this time of year, too, I mean, I've fished Shasta several times in in some of the bigger tournaments way back when, and the year of the big snow, when we had rain and wind, and then it snowed, whited out in the tournament there. But it was February, same type of bite that you guys were on, same, same, yep. about the same depth that the fish were, were biting, and there was jig bites on the main body, same thing where the water's coming up like that. So, but, and they stayed in that one level, even as the lake, the lake came up over about five feet during the week. But they, right. that, that fish didn't move. So your, did your fish do the same thing, basically Correct. in the same they, arena? They, they pulled out there. They're the least affected fish. You know, they stayed out there in that deeper water. They didn't have to worry about those shallow. I didn't have to worry about shallow fish disappearing on me. So I, I had that in my back pocket, and I also knew I've been fishing um, at, at the cast out of the bag, so I can pretty much tell you. Yeah. Um, about about two years ago, I developed a new a new shaky head lure, and uh, and it, it came about from me wanting to make a jig uh, that was specific to my needs, and I, I carved on it, and I found that I could throw it as a shaky head, and then I, I got this thing down to, to where it was the perfect shaky head for everything that I was doing. So I'd been fishing this thing for two and a half years, and I'd been winning quite a bit of money on it. Well, I went into production with it. I got a small bait company called Frenzy Baits, and uh, and so I developed this new bait, and we were laughing about what we were going to name it. I go, man, I don't know. It's just every time a fish bites it, it just I just nail them with it. It goes, you know, right through their forehead. And so we called it the nail. So I got the frenzy nail, and I was throwing this in a quarter ounce, and I could fish this thing down to 40 foot on a quarter ounce and stay in contact with it, and I knew that over, over my years of experience, and I knew this rain was coming. So I started fishing that quarter ounce frenzy nail. And when I say the winds came in, they were there were times I couldn't hardly stand on the boat deck. It was it was oh, um, amazing uh, the amount of wind that came in there. I was I was uh, listening to trees snap um, from the hillsides as the gusts of winds come through there. Yeah, yeah. And, Greg, uh, uh, we got to take a break right now. Is there any way yes. we could talk you into staying on for another segment? This is, a, oh, you this is an interesting thing he's saying here. We'll go. We'll come back because I got I got to talk to him a little bit about this. <laughs> For sure, nothing like uh, uh, you know fishing in shirt sleeves for the pre-fish, and then your first day of fishing, you're bundled up in everything that you possibly brought with you to stay warm. The wind's blowing so hard, it's blowing you off the boat, and trees are snapping on the shoreline. We got to find out brutal. how you how you uh, uh, you know adapt to this. But we're going to have to take a break right now. Stan, Wendy, and I, and our guest. The FLW champion at Lake Shasta, Greg Gutierrez, will be back after these messages. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat treated to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. The Gamakatsu sharpening process is the most modern in the world and results in a perfectly conical point that is unequaled in sharpness. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing, drop shot, extra wide gap, worm hooks, finesse wide gap, and a lot more. Gamakatsu has a hook for whatever style of fishing you want to do. Don't waste your time on a cheap hook. Ask for Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. 
H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full, and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today, H&M Landing, 619-222-1144, or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. Hey everybody, this is a message for our listeners from a new Baja Magic Lodge at Cedros Island. Cedros Outdoor Adventures wants to make your dream of fishing Cedros Island a reality. Want to go after giant calicos or yellowtail with the best Cedros Island fishing organization, but you just don't know who to contact? Then give Cedros Outdoor Adventures a call at 619-793-5419, or even better yet, log on to their informative website at cedrosoutdooradventures.com. There you can visit their trip calendar and schedule a trip that's convenient for you. Once again, the phone number is 619-793-5419 or their website of cedrosoutdooradventures.com. Captain Chris Randall from Chief Sports Fishing. And Captain Chris, tell us about what's happening on the Chief now that the tuna season is upon us. It's here and it's time to go on the Chief. For those that are not familiar with the vessel, she's an 85 by 24 deluxe sport fisher that offers a wide variety of open party trips ranging from one to five days in length. We're also available for private group charters. The Chief's onboard anemones include a fully remodeled galley with comfortable seating for 25, twin flat screen TVs with hundreds of movies, two roomy indoor heads with fresh hot water showers, stateroom and open berthing areas, an impressively large deck area, 200 scoop bait capacity, we have twin six ton spray brine fish holds to keep your catch fresh, and our professional courteous crew will go the extra mile to make your trip a memorable one. To view our schedule, log on to H&M Landing at www.hmlanding.com or feel free to give them a call at 619-222-1144. You can also follow us on Facebook. Facebook and at our webpage at chiefsportfishing.com. Hi, my name is Dennis Green, and I always love to talk about fishing. When I want the real information, I go to Rod and Real Radio. Those guys are who I thought they were. Stan, Wendy, and I, we want to welcome you all back to Rod and Real Radio. We have with us Mr. Greg Gutierrez. He is a champion of the coastal. Costa FLW Series at Lake Shasta, a Pro-Am event, one of the more prestigious fishing tournaments out here in the West. And, Greg, again, congratulations. Just to say that you were a winner on the pro side, how many pros were you fishing against? Uh, I think they had like 125 boats, um, you know, so you're fishing against the 125 pros. And it seems like every Shasta stud was there. I mean, everybody from, you know, Jeff Michaels to, you know, all the all the local hammers were there because that big swim bait swim bait fight was was getting ready to go off. And all right now, Stan. Uh, before we broke, uh, we were talking about the weather conditions, and uh, you wanted to comment on that. Well, yeah. I mean, only that 
what he said, he went to the quarter rounds head, which I think, you know, actually made a huge difference. This is back uh, years ago when we were, when I was fishing the, the same uh, type of event where you had weather and inclement weather and water coming in. Right. And, and I think one of the things that really made the difference is I, I slowed down with a quarter ounce head and I was catching fish after fish after fish where people weren't. But I think the presentation right. was the key on that because it slowed down, and whatever that slow-moving bait was, even in deep water, these fish are in cold water, and they're not moving fast, and that's the, that's the trigger the fish were looking for. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, I think, I think, having, and I think having a hard contact, a hard contact with the bottom is, is a, has got a lot to be said about yes. finesse fishing, and you know, one of the number one things guys want that three sixteenths, or they want an eighth ounce, and 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 that bait in that kind of weather, you know, you get your line and it just floats it out there. And even with, you know, I was throwing a braid line to uh, to a six pound test gamma fluorocarbon. You know, I wanted the strongest stuff I could get down there, and and even with that, with that wind catching your line, a three sixteenths, it would never ever hit the bottom. And even if it did, you'd never feel it touch back down. So me having contact, bottom contact, was pivotal. With that nail, the quarter-ounce nail, it stayed right on the bottom and stood straight up and down. And then the fish had no no choice, I think, because it sat there for so long. You know, my, my casts were very slow and methodical. Um, I inched it across the bottom, and I basically counted every stone. And, uh, That's and, the bite. And, that is yep. the bite. <laughs> Yep. Next thing you know, it would either tighten up or it would go limp. And either one of those, I would set the hook. You know, if it tightened up and the boat wasn't moving, I'd set the hook. If it got loose and the boat wasn't moving, I'd set the hook. (laughs) Well, Greg, you, uh, you fished over the three days. You had two days of absolutely horrendous conditions. Uh, uh, tell us how you did in the first two days to get to that, uh, all important third day of fishing. You know, the first day, the first day I, I fished, um, I fished around looking for numbers fish and I, and I didn't fish aggressive enough. I really didn't. And I, I didn't make the moves fast enough. I stayed, you know, you remember I said, you know, I trust myself. Well, I, I was questioning myself about 15 to 20 minutes too late. Well, when you do that four times during the day, you know, there goes your one hour of extra time of fishing where you stay, I stayed in areas where I know I should have left. You know, when you're catching pound eight fish and you need two and a half and threes, you can't just keep catching those fish, even though it's fun. But uh, I scratched out 11 pounds the first day, and, and it was um, it was windy and it was wet, and, and it was it was miserable. Um, for a lot of people, but you know, I I I I wrap up in that new Stormwater rain gear. It's it's the best stuff for. I mean, especially if you're out in the big water where your flotation matters. Um, I just wrap up in that stuff, and I just keep my head down, and I just fished, and I and I sacked them up. I caught a lot of fish. Well, day two, I decided I was going to change up a little bit, and I changed my pattern. Um, I tied on an eighth ounce dart head. And I floated that thing across um, deep water where I had seen some fish. I cruised through there with my Lowrance. I'd seen them over a rock pile. So I cast this 8-ounce dart head, and I just let it float with a with the current over top of these fish, and they'd come up off the rock pile, and they would eat it. Well, day two, um, I had um, 
I had my very first fish was 513. Nice. Giant spotted bass. That's a big um, About five minutes later, I had another four, four and a quarter in the boat. And then about 10 minutes after that, I caught another one that was bigger than the first one. I, I fought it for five minutes, got it right up to the net a couple of times, but it just was so hot. And then, and then for whatever reason, you know, you know how it happened, it came undone. Oh. Um, so I, I thought about it, and I go, well, with those, those fish in the boat, and I just go put the two-pounders in that I can catch, um, I'll make the cut, and then I'll just come back and sane this out the next day. So I did. I ran around. Um, I caught a bunch of pilot two-pounders and came out with with 15-plus, you know, almost 15-and-a-half pounds, which was good. I, it put me in a great position. It, actually, I took the lead with that because the wind was blowing even harder than it was the first day. Yeah. Greg, were you uh, uh, were you fishing with the same Spectra fluorocarbon rig that you'd been doing the shaker Correct. heads on? And what were you using as a trailer on the uh, uh, the dart heads? Well, I, I was throwing a homemade dart head, um, and I didn't color it for a specific reason because it was so dark out there, and I wanted something to target the fish. Otherwise, what they had, what they did is they started pulling the, the tail down. But I was throwing a a 4.95 uh, reaction innovation flirt worm in in just a, a green pumpkin or a watermelon color, something dirty looking, something that had a dark silhouette, you know. Mm-hmm. And and I think the fish just got a better look at it than that bright bright you know shad looking stuff or or any pinks or like that. So I stayed with darker colors. Um, once I left that once I left those fish in the morning, I just went out with that that frenzy nail and I caught I don't know how many fish I caught you know two pounder after two pounder after two pounder. And, um, that was the that was my meat and potatoes. I mean one spot I came in and caught two really good fish. And then the meat and potatoes was still the nail, so I covered a lot of water. Basically, I just cut off one and put on another, you know. So, I like the longer rod, a seven-foot, seven-foot-one, you know, spinning rod. I, I throw an eye rod, which is in a medium action. It allows me to still set the hook down to 30 foot but still have that real soft, subtle tip for the bite. And Man, that's important, you know. Yeah, Matt Newman makes a really good rod for that. That's a great, that's uh, a great stick. Outstanding, and I I got quite the hook set for even for a little guy, and 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 uh, um, I've yet to blow one up on a hook set. I'm surprised. Uh, I've, <laughs> I've 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 smoked enough rods throughout my years, but these these rods have been really durable and super sensitive for for the price point. They're outstanding. No, okay. Maddie makes them so you can set the hook and not break them. That's part of the deal. That's behind him all the way. Uh, correct. Yeah. He's, correct. He's make sure that the, you can swing and they're not going to break. That's pretty cool. Yep. And then, you know, fishing deep, you need a little longer rod, too, which is smart. You to do on that take side. up all that line because, they're, you know, especially with the wind, that bow and that line was so amazing. And and usually I fish that gamma fluorocarbon, but, I, um, you know, I'm getting up in age, so my, my, little, my little peepers don't see the same. I, what I did is I switched over to this blue camo line, and, yep. uh, and it's got a bright blue, dark blue, white, dark blue, light blue and it breaks it up but i could see my line and and when those fish would tighten up on that line um even in the wind you couldn't feel a lot of stuff but i could see the strikes also and it uh, you know now greg you you get into the third day and you fish two days of the most bodacious weather you'd ever want to meet (laughs) you're in first place third day it meets you with again bluebird skies uh clear weather uh 
were you uh, kind of uh, going, oh, man, there's a weather change here. I, I, I don't know what the fish are doing. I might have to change. How would you go about fishing that third day? Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I walked out that morning, and I walked. First thing I did, I got up, didn't even have a cup of coffee, walked outside and looked up, and it was, I see no stars, and I just started grinning. Because when they tighten up like that, you know, it tightens them up. It, it takes away that strong swim bait bite. And those fish were starting to have two days to start getting frisky and getting climatized, getting up on the bank. It was a warm storm. wasn't cold. So those fish were going to move up. And I knew that. And, and anyhow, uh, that sunny day was perfect. And if you look at the weights across the board, they fell significantly. And that's what I wanted. And, uh, and, and my weight was still up there. I still ended up putting a five pounder in the bag. But yeah, it it you don't know. I was doing the happy dance when I seen those stars out. It was beautiful. But you know, I stuck to the game plan. I went to that that rock pile. I had a rock pile over by a bridge pile, and I floated that worm through there a couple of times on a dart head. Probably I spent a good hour hour and a half there. Um, and then it was it was time to move, and I just started running the areas that I had known about. I had uh, I had one that one long point that turned into an island that I knew some big fish were on from practice, and so I saved that for my third spot. Uh, yeah. My second spot, I pulled in. I was calling fish in in ten minutes. I was. I was already gone through two limits, and, wow. and I knew I had at least oh, nine man. pounds. You got a low shot. <laughs> hey, what yeah. was uh, what was your total weight to win the tournament, Greg? Oh, I think I broke just over forty pounds, and wow. the uh, only it was two, the only one too in that event, which isn't too bad. Yeah, I was two ounces shy of uh, five pounds over the second place finisher. Wow, wow. Pretty that's neat. great. Was, that's good stuff right there. No, well, well, you know, here's what's. Here's what's bad is I just fished a tournament um, uh, this weekend on Shasta. The first place team weighed in 28 pounds mm. <laughs> for one for day? day. For one day, yeah. one day tournament, 28 pounds. What yeah, a difference man. a week makes, huh? It was your week, Greg. <laughs> I'm sure glad it happened last week, not not yeah. this week. You know. Hey, Greg, you can't fish any of the events without some great sponsors. Before we let you go. Who were some of the sponsors that helped you get to where you are today? Oh, of course. You know, I got my, my little company that I'm doing. It's Frenzy Baits. Uh, you can find me at frenzybaits.com. And Gone Fishing Marine has put me in um, just uh, an incredible Nitro Z21. Um, they, they, they keep my Merc, my Mercury, you know, 250 Pro XS run, and I can run the wheel off of that thing, and they just keep it dialed and ready to go. Uh, Dual Realis has been a... Um, uh, really coming up strong for me. As a matter of fact, I'll be at the Bassmaster Classic working there at the booth, the Dual Realis booth, and also doing some tank demonstrations. So that's a really, uh, if you're, if anybody from Oklahoma is listening, they can jump on over and see me in Tulsa next, this next weekend. And then, uh, obviously, iRod, you know, Matt Newman and his rods are just incredible. Uh, Reaction Innovation's been just great to me. Stormar. Lawrence, um, if if you know, I, there's a lot of choices out there, and it's, it's 2016. But Lawrence has some stuff that's so good. It, I, I feel like I'm just looking in the water at the fish. It's just amazing. Um, made the switch to Gamma Fishing Line this year, and have not had 
um, the big fish losses or the fit line failures or complications as I've had in the past. It's just been awesome. And then uh, Bass Angler Headquarters, obviously these guys have been spreading the word and, and getting. they've been helping me promote my Frenzy Baits line and, uh, and my website, keeping everything up so people can stop in, visit, say howdy, email me, text me. And then, and then uh, Beast Up is a, uh, a new energy drink that's natural, and so I don't feel like I'm getting the jitters when I'm keeping my energy up on this stuff. But those folks right there just obviously make it happen for me. Um, and everybody says it, but, you know, uh, my wife, Bobby, has supported me uh, for, for over 20 years in this fishing industry, and, and it's, uh, um, I, I just couldn't uh, be any more um, humbled in her support for me, but these guys have kept me running, and, and I got to thank them always. All right. Well, Greg, I'm sorry we're not going to be with you at the uh, Bassmaster Classic because Stan, Wendy, and I, we will be at the Fred Hall Show. But, you know, say hello right. to uh, 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 Martin, Martin Bacos for us from Duo and Andre Moore, okay. if he's there, from Reaction Innovation and all of our friends. It, it, it should be a good event up there. And congratulations on your win out here on that FLW event. If you've got to win an event, that's the one to start off with. You got that right. It was uh, that's on my bucket list. That's a check mark off my bucket list. Uh, now I'm now I'm hoping to maybe start going back and maybe get back on a tour again and and get out there. But it definitely it definitely lit a fire underneath my tail. So, uh, all well, right. where do we find where do we find the nail? Where do we see the nail? This new uh, shaky well, head. Well, if you're in Red Bluff, you can get it <laughs> at Red Bluff Sporting Goods. You know, oh, if you're up in the North State, we got them at Phil's Propeller up there at Shasta. We have them in the Bay Area, guns fishing, and other stuff. And then for anybody across the country, obviously Tackle Warehouse sells the most tackle out there online. So um, Tackle Warehouse or from FrenzyBaits.com, we usually get it shipped out in within the, you know within that day or the next day. And it's uh, um, yeah, we want to make sure we get them in everybody's hands, even though I hate fishing against them. Um, <laughs> it is the future. It happens. Well, Greg Gutierrez, champion of the Costa FLW Series at uh, Lake Shasta. Congratulations from all of us here on Rod and Reel Radio in Southern California. We want to give a big shout-out, too, to uh, Rick Grover. He finished ninth in that event, did a good job, oh, too. Great. Thanks for being That's with us. That's a fourth and okay. a ninth for Rick. That's good. Yeah. Hey, we look awesome. We look forward to seeing you fishing out here. Maybe we, you'll, you'll get a chance to fish the U.S. Open this year. Oh, absolutely. Well, thank you. Appreciate the time. Hey, guys, we got to take a break right now. Coming up next, Bart Hall from the Fred Hall Ultimate Outdoor Experience, brought to you by Progressive Insurance Company. Bart's going to be with us to tell us things that we might not know about Long Beach coming up here in a couple of days. Stay tuned. More Rod and Reel Radio to come with Stan, Wendy, and John. Every serious angler knows that a quality hook is an important part of their arsenal. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong, but not brittle. Gamakatsu ring hooks are made with a one-piece ring, no welds, no weak spots, a very smooth-moving ring. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing. Live bait hooks, both light and heavy-duty, to four extra strong. Circle hooks, tuna hooks, ring hooks, tuna doubles, and many more. Don't waste your next fishing trip on a cheap hook. Get Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. Hey, bass fishermen, who do you call for your bass boat insurance? Well, if you're not calling me at 1-800-BASS-BOAT, 
for your boat insurance, you're probably paying too much and may not have the coverage that you need. In 1974, I developed the Bass Boat Program. It is what all the pros use today. The reason? No depreciation or any partial claim for your hull, your big motor, your trolling motor, or your electronics until your boat's 10 years old. That's right. You only pay $250 to get your boat on the water for any partial claim, and we still pay a stated value replacement cost for your boat if you have a total loss. We're the only people in the industry that does that, and that's why we are the choice of the pros. So if you want the best, forget the rest. Just call 1-800-BASSBOAT. Call 1-800-227-7262 or just spell BASSBOAT. 1-800-BASSBOAT. I know there's too many letters, but the T is free and the call's on me. That's 1-800-BASSBOAT, the choice of the pros for Bass Boat Insurance. For more information, log on to 1-800-BASSBOAT.com. My angler H2 Earth. Like the mighty flounder, I will keep one eye on the pole and the other watching for rogue waves. I'll save water by taking shorter showers and enthusiastically celebrate talk like a pirate day. Aye. I will chat up the locals before launching in unfamiliar waters. And I will always, always wear my life jacket. What's your H2O? Tell us at BoatCalifornia.com. The California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways reminds you to wear it, California. It's tuna time, and it's time to reserve your spot on one of the newest boats in the fleet, the 70-foot Sea Adventure 2 at H&M Landing in San Diego. It has a really comfortable galley that seats up to 24 passengers with all the comforts of home, including two big satellite flat-screen TVs and satellite phone. The huge new bait tank and slammer ensure plenty of bait for everyone, and two four-ton refrigerated fish holds, both RSW and blast-free, have plenty of room to keep your catch as fresh as the minute you caught it. Reserve your spot on the Sea Adventure to online at hmlanding.com or call H&M Landing at 619-222-1144. Hey, Stan, Wendy, and I, we want to welcome you back to our Rod and Reel Radio. Hey, we're down to the the, the, the next few days when the, Bar, when the Fred Hall Ultimate Outdoor Experience show brought to you by progressive insurance is coming about and who better to have uh, with us than the organizer of the show bart hall to tell us what's in store for us starting on wednesday bart welcome to ron real radio whoa john stan and how you guys doing excellent man we are excited because uh you know it all starts here in a couple of days how about yourself you're you're ready to to greet not only all the exhibitors, but all the people that are going to be uh, wanting to come and see you. Well, it's always a very exciting time for me. You know, this is not just um, work, but more of a lifestyle, and uh, I work at it all year long. Uh, we all do in the office. It's a 365-day-a-year passion. And, uh, as a matter of fact, the uh, slogan for this year and our 70th year is Celebrate the Passion. Um, we figured out some time ago that... People who fish and hunt and like the outdoors are passionate about it. So are we. So we're always excited. Uh, you know, we, we often get sick this time of year. I'm a little sick. Tim's a little sick. Those mics. But, you know, that's because, you know, you work two or three months in a row without a day off. It kind of wears you down. But we're uh, very excited about this show, our 70th anniversary show. And I just think everything that could have fallen into place has fallen into place. And I, I expect this to be to go down in history as one of the best Fred Hull shows ever. Well, I know that we've got a lot of new people coming. I knew a a lot of, uh, at first, let's put it that way, a lot of the people that 
you were talking, I was talking to Mike Lum. There's people that are coming that are exhibitors that have products that people haven't seen, some of the newer products on the market that will be out there for people to come look at, which we haven't had a lot of that over the last few years because the economy didn't present that. But now they're, they're coming out of the woodwork again. I think this is great. Well, you know, that's, that's really true, Stan. You know, our, our business model over the last 70 years has always been that we have a 25% turnover every year, and yet we grow every year. So we lose 25% from the year before, but we get 25 to 30 from the next year. So that growth continues like that. And what, what that means is that the fishing tackle industry is healthy, and there's a lot of people out there with new products that want to show them off. So. Wendy, you are an avid lady angler and outdoor enthusiast. You know, we hear guys talking about let's go to the Fred Hall show because it's hunting, fishing, outdoor shooting, all this type of stuff. But what does the Fred Hall show mean to you as as a lady angler? Well, you know, these fish don't know and these animals don't know whether I'm female or male. So it's great because I can go do everything the guys can go do and go look and use the same things that they go use. But there are, um, uh, like, seeker rods. They have the Athena, Athena rod for women. There's a lot, of, um, a lot of stuff out there for women who like, you know, pink rods and all that. And, and one thing that's really good about it is these companies have decided to make good quality rods for the women to use. So, I mean, there's so much out there for us. And, Barty, you're finding uh, that... Uh... Uh, you know, where maybe this used to be a male-dominated uh, uh, type of activity that the uh, uh, the females that are coming into to fishing and hunting and outdoor activities, uh, it, you know, we as manufacturers just can't ignore them anymore. Well, you better not. Yeah. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't ignored them for a long time. <laughs> you know, as far as I agree with Wendy, fish don't know who's on the other end of the rod. And... Uh, and what, what I've found, you know, if there's any difference between male and female anglers, is that female anglers listen better. Male anglers tend to have their egos get in the way. So if you're in a party boat and there's female anglers involved, generally speaking, you're going to have a better experience. Um, but, you know, for the, for the females who come to the show who are not avidly involved but are coming to bring their families, there's a lot of activities there as well. And so that's why we have the Mammoth Lakes Kids Fish Free Trout Pond, the Great American Duck Races, uh, you know, the kids casting from the Department of uh, Fish and Wildlife, the Rams Ultimate Air Dogs. Uh, there's kayak, uh, you can test kayaks in the lagoon. You can do air guns and soft air and archery. And so it is for the whole family, even if all of the family are not active, active fishermen or hunters. But uh, we always keep that in mind. That's what we, we want a family to come and have a full day's entertainment. But we see a lot more women anglers. And this year, one of, the, one of our exhibitors is a company called Anglerettes, and they make uh, fishing gear that are, is more tailored to women. Of course, AFCO does that too. AFCO's been doing it for a long time. So that's what we're starting to see uh, on the, the gender-neutral kind of front. So. Yeah, you know, activities at the show, though, come and go, but you were re- uh, reprieving a, uh, an activity that was really popular and, and, and kind of went away for a little while, and that's the fashion show, and that's coming on back. And, boy, that sounds exciting. Well, it's exciting. I'm nervous, you know, because Pat Ray did such a great job, 
And, you know, and we, when she passed away, we kind of let it go because we thought, how can we possibly do it as well as she did it? And uh, so I'm nervous about that. But uh, Captain Tiffany Vague and Captain David Bacon are going to kind of spearhead that along with my daughter-in-law, Crystal Jameson, who was involved with Pat and the thing. And she's, of course, uh, the husband uh, of the guy who owns Booyah. So, um I mean, she's my niece. I'm sorry. I'm, I, my wife is correcting me in the background. I'm talking without <laughs> Why right, should uh, you, you anyway, be any different than any of us? Uh. <laughs> yeah, right. But, but, so that's a, but we've combined it with the new product showcase and the, in the fashion show, and it's sponsored by Extra Tough. So it'll be the hook, line, and sticker fashion show sponsored by Extra Tough, and we'll have new products introduced in between the clothing that's going to be shown there and the footwear Extra tough footwear. Yeah, it should be very spectacular. We're really looking forward to it. Now, you know, when it comes to exhibitors, uh, it's it's just more than fishing and hunting, though, uh, Bart. You have uh, the full gambit of outdoor activities uh, that are going to be at the show. Well, I got a good story about that, John. My Jenny found an exhibitor last year called Light It Up Covina. And she said, you've got to come hear this guy's story. And I wrote an article about this in Western Outdoor News. I hope you get a chance to read it. But what it is is this guy was in the Navy. He loved fishing. And he got out of boot camp down here in, in uh, San Diego. He had two-week leave, and he had no money to go home back east. So he had his, his pack, and he's down at the docks watching these guys get on the boats. And this man comes up to him and says, you want to go on a five-day trip? He says, well, I don't have any money. I don't have any clothes, and I don't have any gear. He says, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it for you. And he got him on that trip, and that was Bill Poole. And that guy has been fishing ever since, and he's been taking his leave to come out here to go to the Fred Hall shows every year since he got out of the Navy, and now he's an exhibitor in both shows. Oh, Perfect. Man. That's awesome. What a great year. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> you know, that is great. You know, you, you don't really realize how big the Fred Hall Long Beach show uh, is until – the mailman has to deliver to the shop copies of Western Outdoor News with the Fred Hall supplement in it and has to bring them in almost with a forklift. I mean, uh, it, it is incredible everything that's going to be happening there at the show. And, and just the seminars alone uh, are worth the price of admission. Well, there's over 400 seminars and, and, and even more workshops if you add them all together. There's actually... There's actually nine official seminar venues, and then there's the Hobie kayak stuff outside and the vet casting on the lagoon and Shimano casting on the lagoon. Actually, there's ten because there's Shimano real repair seminars. So it's, it's un, you know, we say there's over 400. I mean, there's probably, if you count the, the workshops, closer to 500. It's, it's insane. There's something every hour for everybody, fresh water, salt water, whatever, whatever it is in fishing, we got it. You know, and it gives you an opportunity to talk to manufacturers in detail about their product. That it gives you access to people that you'd never have. Even guys like Stan Vandenberg, you got questions about insurance, what should be covered, what shouldn't be covered. That you, you know, you don't want to cover over a phone call. You can see the guys that are the decision makers. You can talk to them, and you can make a very educated purchase or whatever it is you want to do to go on a, a trip or whatever it is because you got the people right there no it's great it's you know stan's a perfect example you know an, an expert a bass fisherman who who ensures your bass boat i mean how how perfect is that you know and so that's what you got going there a lot a lot of that going on people 
they're in this business because they're passionate about the sport of fishing and hunting, and they and they translate it into a business model, and uh, that's what we have there. And and then the other exciting thing is you walk into that room, and there's no other place on earth where you can see so many fishermen in one place. It's just there is no other place, and it's uh, very very energizing. I find it exciting. You know, I, I think it's also uh, a great that you go in that room and there are all these people, as you say, that have the passion for the outdoors. But at the same time, we all seem to say, uh, share the same passion for preserving the outdoors and this resource that we like so, uh, you know, so avidly, that's hunting and fishing. Yeah, and that's why, uh, <clears throat> that's why we're supporting the Coastal Conservation Association of California. And, uh, <clears throat> pardon me. When you join them outdoors uh, in front of the show, you get a <coughs> pardon me a, a booklet worth about thirty two hundred dollars, and you get into the show for free. I think it costs fifty bucks. So that that's the value you need to take care of because that money goes directly into helping us protect the resource and helping us fight the people who want to expand the MLPAs and who want to take more fishing and hunting away from us than they already have. And if we don't buckle down and, and get serious about this, we're gonna. This state is going to be the first one to ban fishing and hunting entirely. You know, and, and, and you're also going to allow people access to the Department of Fish and Game through a, a panel that you're you're running through. Uh, Let's talk hookup and and Pete Gray, I think, is going to be the moderator. But the general public is going to have the opportunity to to talk to the people that that formed the policy that we've got to live with over here and. And there's nowhere else where you can have that opportunity, I don't think, Bart. Well, I want to thank them for doing that. You know, they put themselves on the line. And, uh, you know, last we've done it for two years in a row, and people have responded very well, and they've asked respectful but serious questions. And uh, I'm not a fan of everything that the DFW does by a long (laughs) ways, but I do appreciate the fact that they put themselves on the line to come out here and interact with us and find out what we really think. And so I thank all those guys, and that's going to be at one thirty on Saturday at the Mammoth Lakes Seminar Stage. And then uh, at 3.30 that day, the head of the enforcement division of the DFW, uh, David Bess, who is a really great guy, an avid hunter and an avid fisherman, he's going to talk about the partnership between ethical hunters and anglers and the enforcement side of the DFW. And once you hear this guy speak, you'll feel a lot better about everything that's going on. You know, realize one not, of the things not that everybody I have up say, there is, is out of touch with hunters and fishermen. Yeah, quickly, Wendy. One of the things I have to say is the DFC wardens, all of them are almost all hunters and fishermen. Don't kill the messenger. They're doing their job. They're doing what they're told to do, and they are great people. All right. Hey, hey Absolutely. Barton, we got to jump off, but quickly, can you tell us, when the hours of the show are in Long Beach and, uh, you know, where's it going to be? Well, it's at the Long Beach Convention Center. It's at the very tail end of the 710 freeway. Just take it to the ocean. And Wednesday through Friday, we're open between 1 and 9 p.m. Saturday, 10 to 8.30 p.m. And Sunday, 10 to 7. There are two pre-show seminars, one on Thursday, special by Cousins Tackle, featuring Bill Varney on surf fishing, and one on Friday from Berkeley uh, with Marlon Bean talking about trout fishing in the Sierras. And those circuits can be purchased online. They are limited, but they also include admission to the show and free prizes. All right, and uh, I know uh, we mentioned you 
pick up Western Outdoor News. Uh, you get a full rundown of what's happening. But if you don't have access to Western Outdoor News, where can people go to find out more about the show? Well, just use your smartphone and go to fredhall.com, and you can pull it up right there. You can see all the seminars. You can you can see where, where things are located, and it's uh, all fair, pretty self-explanatory. And when you come in the front door, pick up that Western Outdoor News show program. If that's, talk about big. That's huge. And uh, it'll tell you everything that's going on. All right. Hey, Bart, Stan, Wendy, and I, we are looking forward to seeing you in the next couple of days. And I know all of Southern California should be visiting with you before Sunday. So thank you very much. I know you're busy. You're, you're at the show right now. We appreciate you spending some time with us. Uh, thank you very well, much. Thank you. I look forward to seeing you guys, too. Thanks a lot. All right. Hey, guys. That's it for now, man. We've uh, run out of time. Uh, again? Yeah, again. <laughs> Not only that, man, I am way over. I'm going to get another one of those nasty notes from management. So on behalf of Stan and Wendy, oh, we also wanted to give a shout-out to Jeff Isaacs, the lawyer in blue jeans. He's uh, down uh, because of a leg operation. Jeff, get better and get out and start doing those estate seminars because it's something we really need really bad. So on behalf of Stan, Wendy, myself, always thank you very much, uh, uh, Jorge, for putting the show together at the AM540 Studios. Ben, thank you very much for putting everything together for us locally here at Ron Real Radio. And thank you very much to Big Tuna Bill and Eddie McCune for this legacy that he passed down to us, which is Ron Real Radio. We want to wish you good night. Stan, Wendy, and I, we will be at the Fred Hall Show, the ultimate outdoor experience brought to you by Progressive Insurance this weekend. Stop by and see us. Stan will be at 1-800-BASS-BOAT. Uh, Wendy will be in the Iserline booth. I'll be in the Ron Real Radio booth. Come by and say hello. So on behalf of everyone... You guys have a great night. We'll see you at the Fred Hall Show in Long Beach in the next couple of days. We're out for now. Good night, everybody. But there's a sign upon your door. Uh-huh.